This is the Lotus Bloom Podcast. And here is your host, Morgan Wiley. Welcome to another episode of the Lotus Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Wiley. Recently, I got to go on a trip. Well, okay, not that recently. It's been about three, four weeks now. But I went to Orlando, Florida with two very special people who, if you have followed this podcast from the beginning, you may have gotten to know a little bit. Gabby Robbins, she, I believe her story is episode three, and Callie Ross, her episode is number two. And today we are going to have a conversation about our trip because we went to the magical kingdom of Walt Disney World. We are going to talk about the fantastic immersion of creativity that these lands provide and how it impacts us as creators and our ability to tell stories and just even to spark creativity in one another. So I hope you enjoy our special conversation. All right, I'm here with Callie Ross and Gabby Robbins, and we are going to have a fun chat today. So welcome, ladies. Hi. So we're going to dive right in. Um, Now, this might be kind of corny, but I just feel like there are places that speak to our souls, places that call out the creative muses within us. And places that just wrap you up in a bubble of creative energy. So yeah, that's uh-huh. totally dramatic. <laughs> but <laughs> but this is this place that we went is that for me. And I I think it pretty much applies to you too. But correct me if I'm wrong. No, you got it. But this place is Disney. All yep. things Disney. But we recently went, the three of us, on a trip to Orlando, Florida. Um, so we had a lot of fun. But it was also a very inspirational time, at least for me, but I'm pretty sure since, you know, from our conversations that it was for both of you as well. Absolutely. And and it really was kind of a blur. The trip went by so fast because we were just doing all the things, sun up (laughs) to sun down. So we're just going to dive right in because who doesn't want to talk about Disney? It's fun. We are going to talk about all of the... Well, not all, because we're only talking about a fraction of the creativity that we experienced and saw at Disney World. Now, we also have different experiences. We did go to Universal, and um, we've been to Disneyland at different times. So this kind of is encompassing all kinds of of things of that nature, but we're just going to focus on Disney World right now. Okay. If you've heard the podcast before, you have heard a little bit about Callie's story and also Gabby's story. And Gabby, as as you may know, is an agent for Pop Vacations, and she hooked us up. She set uh-huh. the trip up for us, and she organized our meals and our fast passes, and she's like the Disney World queen. For real. So it was an amazing experience because I haven't been there since um, seventh grade, and I'm not I'm not even going to tell you how long ago that was, but it was basically <laughs> a whole new experience. <laughs> so I would have been totally lost. So it was amazing to have um, Gabby and Callie both, who had been there before and knew the things and um, took us everywhere and explained everything, and I loved it. It was fantastic. It just made the experience that much more um, amazing. I'm just going to assume that everyone knows what Disney World is. It's a magical theme park. <laughs> So we all know Disney is is amazing at their movies and their shows and their characters, but today we're going to talk about the lands and the worlds that are extensions of those. Uh-huh. Let's talk about how we came into this trip. I know for myself, I was uh, feeling pretty run down. I'd been momming 24-7 and the baby hadn't been sleeping and I was feeling pretty dry creatively but at the same time wanting to start writing 
my next book and just was not feeling any inspiration. So I was really excited about spending time with the both of you and also just being immersed in a creative environment. Uh, what about you guys? How, how did you come into this trip? Callie, we'll start with you. Well, I um, actually, when we flew into Orlando Sunday night, I had just finished a weekend with our youth group and had slept maybe four hours all weekend. And uh, before that, just to briefly put it, the six months or so before that, um, our family had just been supporting uh, my mother-in-law through her fight with cancer. So mm -hmm. um, it was... it. We, came on the tail end of her chemo treatments and, and going through surgery. And so, I mean, as you can imagine, just kind of not necessarily um, tired physically, but emotionally and creatively. And so I still had a few outlets. I still feel like that teaching is an outlet for me creatively. I like to um, draw and sketch and um, I had just taken on a renovation project in our kitchen. So that kind of stuff was was a little bit of an outlet, but going to Disney for me was really about kickstarting my writing again. Like you had talked about, um, mm -hmm. I was really looking forward not to being inspired, um, with a new story because my goal was actually to pick up in a, in a world that I'd already created and written in, but it was mm -hmm. really just to kind of, uh, gain that spark. And, um, and I, like you felt like that, that if, we were at Disney, I was going to definitely take advantage of, um, of the, I guess the creative sparring and, um, brainstorming that we all did together, which was really, really fun, which I'm sure we're going to talk about. But then also mm -hmm. just that idea of walking into the park and you really cannot be anywhere in those parks and feel like you're in the real world. Like <laughs> I kind of was right. excited to get out of the real world and, and be immersed in something that was make-believe that was magic. Awesome. Gabby, what about you? Yeah. I mean, for me, Disney is, I go a lot. Um, I'm going to admit that and you know, <laughs> no shame. Say, I do I that. No shame. <laughs> <there. I wish. laughs> um, <clears throat> but for me, Disney, no matter what is a place that men, my wheels just start turning. Mm -hmm. Um, I think too, because I've been so much, I see new things that I'm like, so intrigued by because you know when you when you read anything about Disney parks or about um, Imagineering they think about every detail mm -hmm. and my favorite stories or my favorite movies are those movies that use like the smallest little detail to tell the story or to connect something in the story or to give you more information and so when you're walking through Disney parks or walking through, you know, Harry Potter land or something like that, it makes you go, what is that? And what does it mean? And mm -hmm. like, it just makes your wheels start turning. And so I know that other people feel this way. There are certain people that you get around that your wheels start turning anyways, because they ask questions and you start talking about something like there's no, there's no barriers up with friends like us mm -hmm. who we work well to encourage each other, but it's like, then you don't have to do the niceties <laughs> of like, not be like, I know this sounds really weird, but what if that was, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I think that that's, that's the best part of going to somewhere, someplace like Disney with people who are like a part of your writing group or, or just your writing buddies or whatever that it's, it's so cool because you're already excited to be there, but then you're with people that you can let your guard down and just stand in line and talk about stuff, you know? And I just feel like for me, I do a job that should be more creative, but really isn't. And um, it, I just, I think that's why I want to go to Disney so much is that I, get, I just get to like have a brain break and be in a place where I'm thinking creatively and it's not, you know, about stats or it's not about likes or about ads. It's mm -hmm. about just, you know, having that space to be able to think. So for me, it was just a much needed time of break into, we haven't been together for a while. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was something that I was like, I missed that part. Like even me and Kelly living close, close in, or nearer than we live to you. Right. Me and Callie don't get to get, get to get together mm -hmm. right now. It feels like it's been a long time where we've regularly gotten to see each other. So it was a treat and it was something that I was really excited about doing. Oh, for sure. It had been, what, two years, I think, since the three of us had been together? Yeah, almost. 
because I'm yeah, it's been way on the other side of the country now. <laughs> yes. I, I'm not bitter or anything, though, so don't worry. No. No. <laughs> no. So I definitely needed needed some, some Gabby and Callie time. So I love that, though, Gabby, you mentioned how you can just stand in line and talk about what if this and what about that? And you look at the details and you talk about all of the imagination that happens and and you're not weird <laughs> because yeah, because no everybody there you. is noticing <laughs> the same things and <laughs> because absolutely because I would do that probably anywhere and then it would be considered weird. Oh. But. <laughs> I would do it all the time. <laughs> and, and you know, I don't think we did this, but we went to the bathroom in Harry Potter Land, but I don't think we went to the ones the ones that are over by Diagon Alley. When you oh. go in, Moaning Myrtle mm-hmm. talks to you from the toilets oh i missed that time the first time that happened (laughs) i went into the bathroom with maya and i was crying and maya's like what's wrong did you hear moaning myrtle and she was like oh god mom (laughs) it was like that just it's just create that kind of creativity where you're like where would you hear moaning myrtle in harry potter world you know of course the toilets right it's It's stuff like that yeah I mean, my family doesn't judge me. I mean, obviously, my kids are like, can you not be so loud about it? But <laughs> they know that, like, they're doing the yeah. same thing. So, <laughs> Well, since you mentioned that, let's talk about um, – okay, so this is not an ad for Disney+, Plus, but they have a, a series called Imagineering. And yeah. in episode three, there is um, a section where they're talking about Walt's – levels of detail uh-huh. and um i mentioned this because it just yeah. that's what it is when you're there you notice you notice the detail but um i'm going to mention the uh-huh. levels and we can even talk about it but i think they just play together so well to create this amazing immersive experience that like you said it's magical it makes you feel like you are somewhere else and Nothing is out of place. I mean, it's all of the details that bring t- that come together to make you not think about it, even though we are thinking about it. But it's like it just makes you feel seamlessly like you're somewhere else. So you can just let your guard down. You can relax. You can have fun and do all the things and be inspired. So Walt's four levels of detail are the first one that you are out in a field, you're further away, and you can see over the trees at a distance, you see the church steeple or the the top of a building. Mm-hmm. And then step two, you come into the town and you can see the parkway or the trees up close and benches and the sidewalks. And then step three is you turn and look at a house and you see the texture and the color and the materials and the scale of the house in front of you. And then step four is you walk up to the front door and you see the knocker. You feel the metal. You feel the temperature. You can see paint chipping if there is any. Um, It just it makes it so real that you believe you are actually there in front of this house, uh-huh. in this town, in this world that isn't real. But <laughs> it tricks your mind <laughs> to believing that yeah. it is because the detail is so intensely done. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I just and I think found that amazing. Go ahead. Yeah, it speaks to what Disney was intending to do was to make a place for everyone mm-hmm. that wanted to be imaginative or creative and if you think about people like us we look for those details because it matters to us and because it makes it feel complete and it makes it feel whole but there's some people that don't look for those details and they'll walk into there and be like this is really cool and they don't know why Mm -hmm. but that's the point is that they don't have to question anything and I feel like when people like us walk into those situations we see it completely differently because you're like, oh, I see they did this for this reason. And this is why this looks this way. And that's why this is this texture. And, right. and that matters to us. And it fulfills like for me, I when, when I talk about my OCD or the way that my brain works, it's like it checks the boxes. Do you know what I mean? It makes 
it it's like I like to get lists done or things done and I love to check the boxes. So it's like for me when I walk into Disney World, it's the smell. Mm-hmm. It's my my viewpoint. It's when I get up closer, it's what it's supposed to be. The quality, the cleanliness, mm-hmm. those things that matter to me are all there. Mm-hmm. And then there's the soundtrack. So if I'm in a bad mood, it's like those things that they've included smells. I have candles that are Disney scented from every hotel and from every land and <laughs> sounds. I would, I am down. And especially now that I'm working from home, I play like, especially for some reason, the pirates of the Caribbean, the music they play while you're in the, like in the mm-hmm. queue. Oh, oh my gosh. I listen to it. It's like a six hour loop. Oh wow. And I just put it on and I just listen to it on YouTube, but that's how you can tell those things matter. Mm-hmm. Like, I have the poly- I have my you know my Disney cups and I have the Polynesian and they're all things that trigger these memories for me and I feel like that's also why you have people who are full grown adults who are just like yes I have to be there and feel it because it it reminds you of times when you've been there but it also you're getting to experience it again and and two you'll always see new things that you haven't seen before oh, for so. sure. Yeah, I feel like his level of detail, he made it so that everybody had the highest standards. And then now they're kind of like, of course, going above and beyond with their new rides and their new things. But still, the level, the bar is so high yeah. mm-hmm. that I feel like, you you know, m- most of the times you're not going to be disappointed when you go. Well, mm-hmm. I also think that as creatives, we are technically creators. So right. each one of us has created different worlds that we've written Uh, for and in and to be in a place that someone has created in their mind and see it come to fruition. I think as a creator to be in that person's space physically and not just mentally, Mm -hmm. it, there's something to that that can be appreciated that um, kind of like Abby was talking about. Uh, For me, it's this, the five senses. And then even that sixth sense Mm -hmm. that it's, in mad, it's in an, it's in someone's imagination and it and it yes. is now real and it can be real for me too and so i think we all wish that for our own perfect ideal worlds that we've created um and even imperfect mm-hmm. worlds we've created but um but yeah that idea of being able to step into a space and for it to from far away uh from a few feet away up to you know centimeters away that it is that real. And even at Disney, it's not just about one world being real, but it's about every favorite world that we grew up with being real, whether it's mm-hmm. stepping yeah. into Belle's castle or the beast castle, whether it's uh, walking into Batu, whether, I mean, it's going to Pandora, it's everything like whichever world you feel like being in that day you mm-hmm. don't just get to watch a movie or read a book about it you can step into it which is amazing to me it is amazing yeah. and we stepped into a lot of worlds yeah. <laughs> in a in short a very small yes, amount a of short time. period of time <laughs> it was kind of a an overwhelm of your senses just to like you said just to step into all those different worlds and experience because they're all different Mm -hmm. and it's amazing how you can seamlessly go from one land to another and get a different experience Mm -hmm. and a different feel just based on their environment and the things that they've created and even going from day to night it would be different absolutely especially in pandora um is that what it's called is that what that area is called um it's the world of Avatar, but they call it something else. I'm the worst Disney person. Hold on. But even the experience there during the day, yeah. you could see all the detail and the trees and the 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 waterfall. I mean, it was amazing. But then we went back at night and it was oh mind blowing, an entirely different experience and just more even more magical. I'm so glad we went back. <laughs> oh, so glad. Well, we wouldn't yeah. have gotten to go on that ride if we hadn't. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic, by the way, which I believe we will be talking more about on um, Gabby's podcast uh-huh. coming up. Yeah. So it's actually Moara is the oh, place. So Pandora is like the world. Moara, Moara is the place. Okay. So it's the world of Avatar. But when you're, when you're there, you're in the valley of Moara. Oh. Um, so, yeah. I didn't catch it's that at all. Good to know. 
Okay, so how does the energy of these places, these lands, the immersion of the detail, how does it impact you as you go through them? How does it impact you and how can you take that away when you leave the park? Hmm. Gabby, we'll start with you. I feel like, number one, like we said, it just like kicks your creative juices. Like it just gets you thinking. Um, I think another part of it is uh, creatives creatives are observers. Mm-hmm. And so when you're experiencing something, um, you're observing other people and other things happening, I feel like it does such a good job to get you just – because obviously these parks are large and there's lots of people and you have plenty of time standing around. <laughs> um, so you get to observe and it kind of just kind of kickstarts ideas. Um, I know that there are – like there's a couple of – there's a couple of show elements or ride elements that today that are actually aren't in rides anymore, but that every time I ride that ride, I think about them. So, um, as like story ideas and obviously my books like way in process and progress and it's going to be some time, but for a long time, um, I would get on Pirates of the Caribbean and there used to be and I'm so sad it's gone now but like right when you get on you're going through the caves and before there was um, a mist and they would project one of the bad guys Mm -hmm. from the Pirates movies up there but along the side of the boats you could hear like song like some a siren singing Mm -hmm. and you could see like lights going along the side as if there was a siren like swimming under the water. Oh. And they used to also have like the skeleton of a mermaid and that got taken out because people were freaking out about it oh, being well. Ariel, which I thought was hilarious. So I'm like, <laughs> we're in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Ariel's not going to be here, but little kids, kids didn't don't get know that. that so, yeah. Yeah. So they took it out. But it was the whole idea of like the Pirates of the Caribbean and there were these sirens that were taking you to where the pirates were. So they were singing you that way. And I've always just thought that's just such a cool idea. Like um, to have when you're in a boat, like, and they're not visually showing you that it was just the inference of it. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I think those like really cool, interesting um, elements of the different rides really do trigger ideas. And so for me, like, Obviously, it's being able to not think about anything and being totally allowed to be imaginative and creative. I feel like those places are great for that. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if you plan well and you're not worried about rides and all that stuff. But when you're just letting yourself go and enjoy it, um, Mm -hmm. I think it's awesome to be able to kickstart that kind of stuff. At least that is for me. Because like Kelly said, it's the five senses. You're completely immersed in a different place. And so that's where I think great ideas come from. For sure. Yeah, I would say even from the standpoint of Disney, when you get in line, like from the minute that you step in line, it is almost like the plotting process when you're writing a book. Yeah, You really Mm -hmm. can find places as you walk through that line to get to the ride where there are things that that are small, like small details, whether it's that you're Mm -hmm. looking for hidden Mickeys or that there's a tree that looks so real like you question it like what was this here all along and um and then even big moments in the line where you get to pose and take a picture uh where you are reminded of something from a story that you love uh, whether it's a character Mm -hmm. or even just like um with the millennium falcon ride um there are things that that are in the line that you stop and you're like, that's in the movie or that's in that, that I love that part of the mm-hmm. story. And, and so yeah. I think that when you're writing, um, you can take those moments and remember that during that process of writing your story, you have to implant those moments in your plotting. Like you've got to have those moments where the reader, um, while they're waiting to get to the climax of the story, that you want them to have those memorable moments. And so I, that's, that's something creatively that I took away from just waiting in line. Um, and, and it makes me think, you know, okay, I've got to take every, every page has got to have something in it that is not just this 2d imagery, but it's, it places them there. It puts them there. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, that, I mean, I think that's how you can take some of those, times when you are like looking at your watch um 
or in my case, not your watch, your magic band, because you <laughs> are a dum-dum. And anyway, uh, long story, probably way too long to tell. But the the idea, though, is that Disney makes it where the line, the waiting, it's not waiting. And so I think that when we're storytelling, that's something we can take away, um, mm-hmm. is that you don't want your, your reader to just be waiting. You want them to be actively uh, participating in the story. Right. It's, yeah. it's a part of the ride. I mean, mm-hmm. some of those, those line cues are almost, sometimes I like some of those even more than the ride ends up being just because <laughs> there are so, there are so many details and things mm-hmm. to look at. And I usually find something new every time. Yeah. I love that. That's great. And I, yeah. I love what you said about, about putting that in your writing and, you know, making sure it's not 2d and, and really it even goes beyond, I mean, we're writers, so that's our perspective and talking about it, but for all creatives, I mean, you could be an artist or musician or whatever it might be and be able to take away these same things and, you know, instill that energy and that creativity into whatever it is that you might be doing. Sure. It's almost like layering. Uh, I think that, yes. that goes to any artistic uh, endeavor that there there's a layering that happens in storytelling and in painting, um, even in uh, music. And so that, yeah. that kind of stuff yes. I think um, is so key. And that's, I think where Disney, that four points of um, being immersed, it, it really is that layering mm-hmm. effect. I also feel like it's super important. Well, for me, it's super important in my daily life. Like the idea that someone's coming to visit your home and you want to set the scene. Like I, I know it's ridiculous, but I don't have anything else right now besides work. So it's like people come into my front door and I want it to be welcoming. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, pillows on my front chairs and, you know, there's nothing growing where there shouldn't be growing, you know, and when they come in, it smells good. And it's bright and it's light and it's not scary and, you know, it's clean and, food and mm-hmm. you know I have well, the way I set things up uh, I just feel like the reason why for me places like Disney World mean so much is that the way they present things is the way that I want to present mm-hmm. things you know I want it to be a complete experience like and I'm not saying that it's a bad thing but when I go to a person's house and they're like oh hold on let me find you some forks or let me find napkins and I'm just like dude we're eating like here at your house why is this stuff not here like I see those things as like it messes it messes the experience up and so when you're you know living life writing a story having an event you know showing your art you want to use the same ideas of like the five senses and all of that stuff to set the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's super important, mm-hmm. you know, to to be able to understand too why those are, like why I walk into a hotel room and I'm like, this is not okay. Like I can smell other things that shouldn't be in here. <laughs> I don't like the way that it's clean. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Like you have an expectation of people doing things excellently, and when that does happen, it it's it fulfills something in you, and it makes you want to go back. Right. So doing that in your life or in your storytelling or in your work ethic or your work process, I think is super important. You can take a lot from it. Yeah, for sure. It's hospitable. It's welcoming. It's ushering you in the front gates all the way in. And like you said, the five senses, the smells. I mean, you can smell churros and you can smell coffee and you can (laughs) smell, I mean, and I know they do that intentionally and, you know, to pump those smells out into and the ice cream and the, oh, all the things. Yes. I love it. Mm -hmm. But those are the things that make it feel so welcoming and memorable. Yes. And like you said, it makes you want to you go back. spend a lot on candy. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I love it. Oh, so good. Okay. So Callie, you touched on standing in lines and looking at all the details, but what else do we do in the lines? I mean, there are games and there's lots of fun phone games. And I know that um, Disney has apps that you that are interactive with some of the lines and the places that you go. But w- I think it for me, especially being with someone else, you yeah. guys specifically, that is able that are able to bounce ideas off each other and to just have an open dialogue mm-hmm. about the creativity and things like that. Do you want to talk about some? you know, some ways of, of releasing that creativity. Yeah, sure. I I feel like that, um, we, first of all, 
you have to understand that depending on where you're traveling from and the experiences that you have had at home, uh, when you come into a trip like this, I think there is an element of like shaking that off that has to happen the first Mm -hmm. few hours. And so I think we definitely went through that period where it was just catching up and how is real life? Okay, great. Now let's move on to all of our imaginative like worlds that we, <laughs> that we like to, mm-hmm. to play in and dabble in. And so for us, I think, and for, for groups that might go to be inspired and, um, and to just really even motivate each other, it, these lines are great for um, not only discussing what, you love best about the world that you're in, whether it's a line for a ride in star Wars or a Mm -hmm. ride. uh, Like I want to say one of my favorite times that we talked was when we were in line for tower of terror and we were outside most of the time. So nature is a good spark for that, but it, it's about um, balance too, because uh, in our case, each of us has a different world. So you have to be with people kind of like we've talked about already that you feel comfortable being honest with and, uh, and kind of even direct a little bit because when you're in those moments, you have to continue to be in line with them. Like (laughs) you can't can't walk away or you could, but you'd be by yourself at Disney world. And that does not sound like fun. So, um, so as far as just, sparking conversation to begin with. Sometimes I think that you start with things like, uh, oh, this reminds me of uh, this part of my story or this world. One of the things that I think that Morgan, you started when we were in that um, Pandora world, that avatar world, it was like, oh, this reminds me of Elandria. And that I think us being able to share that and it be a safe place, um, Mm-hmm. Whether it's crying in the bathroom when we hear Moaning Myrtle or um, yep. or, mm-hmm. or just the idea of this world of um, of trees and floating rocks and whatever. The, right. the thing is, is that once you kind of spark that initial conversation, there's some encouragement that has to happen. Uh, it can't just, I don't, I don't, personally don't think that you can be successful with like, Hey, what do you guys think about this? It has to be, um, there has to be a mutual, uh, encouragement that has to happen. Like I have mm-hmm. to just say, Oh, well, what is it that reminds you most of, of Alandria or, um, what, what would you take from this land and put in your world? And it, because once I instill that encouragement in you that, yes, I want to talk about this, then you're able to feel comfortable to bring all of that up. And so does that make sense? I feel like that when you're in line, you can start talking about things, but unless you're in, you're kind of lifting each other up in that conversation, it may Mm -hmm. still feel like, Oh, can I talk about this? Or is it okay for me to, to be talking about my world when she has a world too, she might want to talk about, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So so I, obviously the brainstorming happens. Uh, we kicked it off. I want to say on slinky dog when we were waiting for that ride and, uh, you know, (laughs) we were shaking off everything that was going on in the real world. And we like started right up with, okay, what are your goals? Like, what do you want to do? So, um, so even having those conversations, if it's not, Hey, help me with brainstorming plot. It could also be, Mm -hmm. I need to set goals. Like, can we hold each other accountable? Like what, what do you want to do? What is really mm-hmm. feasible? Like <laughs> we may be in an imaginary world right now, but what is reality? What can you do in six weeks versus what, right. what do you wish you could do in six weeks? So sure. I want to say we, yeah. we kind of covered a lot of space and time in a couple of days with a lot of different conversations. I feel like we had a lot to talk about and maybe that's the problem is we, we did <laughs> talk about a lot mm-hmm. of different stuff. Yeah, I feel like to us just saying like there were periods of time where we were standing for a really long time and it would <laughs> yeah. get quiet. But I think when you have people that you can be, like Kelly said, kind of be safe with, you can say something like, you know what, I've been reading this book and mm-hmm. this was really cool about this book. And you start like, you know, talking about that and the the points that you thought were interesting and you can bounce those things off of each other. Or I heard this podcast and it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Or, 
you know, there's this idea that I have, like, I feel like you have the time to, to decompress and talk about your own stories, but sometimes the things that trigger the best ideas or that trigger collaborative things are just the things you're enjoying at Mm -hmm. that moment. So I feel like when you're in a place where you can relax and you can remember, oh yeah, that was this story. This reminds me of that story or, you know, this reminds me of that thing. I mean, because I think we were like deep down in a cave somewhere and we started talking about a book Callie had read and all these different perspectives and Mm -hmm. different things. And it's like the weirdest things are going to trigger that and it's going to be, you know what I mean? Like you just talking about something that can really trigger a great Mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I feel like the safety part of it is super important. And also knowing that the people in your group are there for each other and not for just themselves, which I think is super yeah. helpful. Mm-hmm. I, I, Absolutely. I just want to go ahead and say that is so rare. I feel like we are so blessed and lucky to have each other because mm-hmm. I mean, it is something that I feel like as a, an artist or as a creative, sometimes we feel lonely that we're the mm-hmm. only ones that are thinking about whatever it is that we're consumed with. And so Um, just know that if you are listening to this and you're like, Oh, I wish I had that. Just know that each of us wished we had it at some point. Like Mm -hmm. we just were so lucky to meet each other and to be able to pour into each other. And it's about like treating others the way you want to be treated. It's, it's the same way creatively. Like, yes, you want to be able to brainstorm and, and get help with an idea or concept, but you have to be willing to be that for somebody else too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You need to also, find your people by being brave and going out to try to meet your people. Cause I didn't know anybody that wrote at all. I mean, I grew I'm, I'm live in a community of musicians and artists and stuff, but nobody that was really reading or writing or anything the way that I like in the books that I was enjoying. And it took me going by myself to a conference mm-hmm. to with other writers to find those people. So it's not always going to be people in your circle, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you're going to have to find those people and then it's going to take some time. You know, I think we started off our group with different people. And so you just have to, you know, be honest and be okay with, with doing weird things like at two o'clock in the morning. Yes, totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, also I've noticed too, like Facebook and the internet, obviously it was, a big deal when we first got together but now i mean there's a book club in my my subdivision you know obviously they read big people books because i'm not reading those books but i'm sure those ladies are finding big common ground books. and being able to hang out and drink wine and you know read books with people but yeah they're just a little too serious for me like i need to be you know there needs to be like a magical world yes, involved right I'm not in. but I just feel like there are places to find people that, you know, that there might, your creativity might be literally, you just enjoy reading books and you want to talk to people about it. And that was my biggest problem was that I was reading so much and I couldn't talk to anybody about it besides my husband, which (laughs) I can't complain. He read Twilight for me and talked to me about it. That's impressive. That there's a point where you're like, okay, I get it. This is kind of like give and take and I need to find other people who are doing this because they want to, you know, that kind of (laughs) thing. So. I feel like it does take a lot of um, trial and error and it does take a lot of, of like trust with yeah. people to be able to be creative and to be um, vulnerable with your story ideas. I feel like that's really hard. And so mm-hmm. for you to be able to have a conversation with people, especially out in the open, you know, like we were kind of, you know, I know the people around us were like, what the heck right? are they talking about? Yeah. Because <laughs> we were just going on these crazy rabbit trails, but it's super helpful to your creative process to be able to exercise like that, oh, like absolutely. to exercise your, you know, your thoughts and your brain that way. And and I feel like it's, it's definitely helpful when you, when you have had like a, a slow period. Yeah, absolutely. And I think just to springboard off of that, once you've established that and you, you know, have that moment of honesty and you can talk about your things and then it opens doors for, new things and collaborations and just rattling off new ideas and oh what about this and what if what if we did this and maybe we could come together on this you know and it it may not ever turn into anything but just the fact that that we could do that Mm -hmm. and because that does it sparks more creativity because then you know my wheels were turning and then oh new ideas over here and then what about this and it escalated to the point where we felt like oh my gosh we could take on the world with our creativity now (laughs) (laughs) 
which I desperately needed. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we are all superheroes in our own right. It just depends on if we're actually going to use our powers for good. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Do we get capes? No capes I've not for you. Seen the Incredibles. Um, I mean, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. I'm okay with a magic pen, and then I'll be good. <laughs> okay, so we've pretty much covered all the things. Unless there's something else that you think we really need to mention, I'm curious what your takeaways were leaving leaving our trip and bringing it back home where real life is and, you know, trying to get back into whatever groove you're setting and your creative worlds. How do you feel about that? Well, I know for me, I think it was um, kind of a confirmation about really for families as a whole, like for people and families, when you're planning a trip, making sure you do all the planning ahead of time and don't wait till the last minute to get there to do it especially a place like disney mm-hmm. like as you guys found out there are a lot of mm-hmm. options oh my gosh there are so a many lot of things you can do so i feel like that left us room because i kind of already we made the plan we already knew what we were going to do mm-hmm. so when we were waiting in line like there wasn't the stress of like what's next what are we going to do where you know where are we going to go we could just kind of relax and and use those long waits to talk about stuff and have a meal and you know there was there wasn't a lot of rushing around we knew we would get what we were going to get done and we had an idea of what those things were mm-hmm. but i do feel like you need to prepare for creativity it's not going to just drop in your lap you know you've got to set those times up mm-hmm. to do that and i feel like when this idea of doing a trip came to mind, it was really a justification for me to see you guys, but too for us to go to Disney. But it was like, oh, we need writing time like we used to do. And as much as we didn't get a ton of that writing time, we did get the time to kind of exercise oh, those yeah. muscles that we hadn't been able to exercise in a long time. Mm-hmm. But it, you have to make that time. So I feel like planning really does have a huge part in this that if you need if you start to feel run down you you need to make that time for yourself um and that time for people that are going to encourage you in it um because i think it's super important but i would not suggest going to disney if you want a break like (laughs) a mind break you know what i'm saying like it's definitely a place to go where you know you're gonna do fun stuff and you're gonna wait for a long time but it's not like a it for us create creatively it is but i feel like yeah that takes a lot of of energy and preparation. Mm-hmm. So maybe next time we do just go to a house and write, but right. this was a good way to kind of kickstart for us some stuff that we were mm-hmm. needing. Um, but yeah. um, I'm going to go with that uh, taking away from the trip. First of all, I took away a desire to continue to walk <laughs> because yes, uh, we definitely walked a lot. And yeah. um, I am one that in the last several months had kind of uh, relinquished any motivation for physical activity as far as working out or getting outside in nature. And so while Disney World does not technically like going for a hike on a trail, um, there is something to being physically active that helps me mentally. And I'm not going to say it does that for everybody. Uh, Some of my best ideas are actually in the shower. So hygiene has something to do with creativity. too. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but really for me, uh, just kind of like Gabby said, I, I know that I have to uh, give myself a deadline. I know that I have to set aside time every day that no matter what someone asks, uh, whether it's to go to lunch or have coffee or grade, I need to grade papers that, that I've got to set aside that time and say, no, I can't do it during that time. I I need to be Mm -hmm. writing. Um, and for whoever it is, whatever that art is, um, it planning ahead and, and setting aside that time, it should not make you feel guilty. It will, but it shouldn't. You, you've right. got to tell yourself, this is something that I'm not just doing for myself, but I'm doing it for anyone and everyone that's going to see what I've created or read what I've created. Um, because that's a part of it. I feel like that it may be a long time sometimes before you feel comfortable with someone seeing or reading what you've created. But, um, but you, you have to justify that time that you are uh, setting aside. And for me, I always get that mom guilt. So 
Mm-hmm. So I, I had it, and I think each of us felt it a little bit that week while we were gone. But in in those moments, I knew that I was doing something for myself that would benefit my family when I got home, and um, and it would benefit me creatively uh, when I started writing again. So yeah, my takeaway uh, takeaways were plentiful, like it, bountiful. It was a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, and probably if I had time to think about it, I would come up with 10 more things that I took away from it. <laughs> uh, but I, I will say that as a writer, especially, I hear about authors that they um, will take a weekend and go to a hotel and just write for 48 hours. And it, for yeah. the longest time, I always thought, wow, that's crazy. Like, how can you do that? But now um, I totally understand. I, I totally get it. You, you really do have to set that that time aside to do it. And um, it's amazing how much you can get done if you do set that time aside. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have one thing to add. Sure. I was thinking about this and, you know, when I got back, I kind of felt guilty because I was like, oh my gosh, you know, we're probably not going to Disney as a family this year. Um, <clears throat> but I took my friends to Disney <laughs> Thank World. You. Thank you for that. Um, Sorry, fam. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, but I was like, you know, there's, there's a point where it's like, you have to, if creativity is a part of you and it's a part of the way that your brain Mm -hmm. works, if you don't feed that part of your brain or feed that or get an outlet of Mm -hmm. some sort, it, it could, it could destroy you. And I watched a movie last night that kind of makes me laugh now, um, called Where'd You Go Bernadette? And it has Galadriel in it. What's her real name? Kate Blanchett. Um, and, it was just about this very, very talented architect who did all these like absolutely amazing things early in her life and then got married and couldn't conceive. And then when she did conceive, kind of put everything aside mm-hmm. to raise this child, which obviously a great thing. The kid was freaking amazing. The relationship between her and her mom was amazing. But she just didn't recognize the importance of who she was mm-hmm. before that yeah. and didn't feed that like literally. And I think creatives do that. Sometimes it's an all or nothing thing. It's yeah. hard to, to split your brain space because it feels like it feels like another world, like two different worlds in your head, but how important it is to put that time aside to do things like this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, my husband recognizes it, finding people like in your life that recognize it and knowing that I came back healthier Mm -hmm. because I had done it. We had also walked like 10 miles (laughs) because we had exercised that creative part of us that is necessary for me to be healthy and to be, for me to be balanced and for me to not feel overwhelmed because there are times where I feel like I know I'm not doing what I I'm supposed to be Mm -hmm. doing, but when you can give yourself that time to balance it, it kind of clears your mind and then you can see things clearer. And I just think it's super important to not forget, like as a creative, if you're not doing it full time, like Morgan um, is doing and Kelly even is doing, you have to be able to make that time for yourself. Cause if not, it's kind of like exercising. Mm-hmm. If not, it's, it's going to be detrimental for you mentally or even your health. Yeah, for sure. And I think, I mean, even, gosh, my full-time is really not full-time right now just because of the baby Mm -hmm. and um, being home. So I definitely would like to be more full-time, but that's not this season right now. So I definitely feel even what you were talking about is it it was starting to uh, corrode sounds too dramatic, but (laughs) sometimes I feel, (laughs) I feel that way where it's just inside. I just feel... Like it's shriveling inside me if I'm not having that expression and that outlet. And then it affects my attitude and how I respond to my family. And I don't want to to be that way. And so I think it is important as creatives, but I think especially also as women, to not put that time first, or not even first, but to give it a priority, to give it right. a place. Um, I think that we, I tend to sometimes not, um, what am I trying to say? Not um, give it the weight that it deserves, mm-hmm. that that it is important and it is necessary for me, for my health and my person to be able to have that. Hey, did either of you guys read Big, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert a couple years ago? Yes, I, I loved it. I feel like that, that has a lot of... Um, uh, I get content that's relevant to what we're talking about because it really is this idea that 
the creative moments that you have, they're magical, but that also Mm -hmm. that in those moments, if you don't feed kind of how Gabby was referring to it, like if you don't feed that creativity and really lend yourself to tell the story or to, to complete the work that, um, that that magic will move on. Like it, it, it's, Mm -hmm. it's almost that, um, you would starve yourself to where that that magic would die in you, but it could be something that someone else carries. And, um, and I think one of the stories in it is actually about an author that had an idea and jotted notes down, but never got around to it. And then like 10 years later, and it might not have been that long, but someone else wrote I a think book. It was her. But yeah. Someone else wrote a book and, uh, and she was like, that's my idea, but <laughs> she had never right, gotten around yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah. And, and the idea wanted to be out in the open. Yeah. yeah. I visualize it like, um, in my mind, it's like, a like a glowing wisp. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it just kind of flits about yes. above my head. Philandria. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, I have them there yeah. too. So, so I, I picture these wisps. Now I sound like a crazy no, person. No, you don't. You're um, just, friend. you know, off. They're just kind of around and hanging around me, and and I feel like if they don't get the attention, then they kind of just, you know, either lose their light or flicker mm-hmm. away and go somewhere else, and that makes me sad. Well, you know, it's so funny that you think it sounds crazy, but that's how people are. That's how puppies are. You know, like it, it's it's not. Um, it's not weird to think that people gravitate to where they're wanted and needed and, and, um, and even used, you know, like not necessarily in a bad way, but where they're, where they feel like they're being, uh, productive. And so I feel like ideas, um, the idea of magic like that, uh, that creativity, it wants to be used. It wants to be productive. And if we're not being productive with it, it, someone else will, you know, (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to read that book again. I know. It was a really good book. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. I looked it up. I never. Yeah, it's Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Yep. Yeah, I ordered it, I think, right after Morgan read it. Everyone, go read it. <laughs> <laughs> You're <Yeah>. welcome, Miss <laughs> Gilbert. Uh, all right, Lord. Well, any last thoughts? When's our next I know, Disney trip? Right? I listen, yeah. I have been. I was thinking, though, that we might need to alternate it, and I will try to come up with a place <laughs> that we can meet to have a writing week or, you know, long weekend. And then the next time we'll do Disney. So our family doesn't kill us. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that really is also the point that we got to go to Disney and this was a magical place for us, but it might not be for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that oh, it absolutely. could, it could be anywhere. It could be mm-hmm. anywhere that, that you feel the creative spark and anything that, you know, will bring you creativity and ignite those feelings inside you that you need to keep creating. Mm-hmm. So it, mm-hmm. it could be anywhere. I'm sure there's physically active people that going out, in, you know, to the woods and hiking or <laughs> surfing or something like those that. Or, or for us people. geeks that love conferences or conventions. Yeah, those too, yeah. for sure. Yeah, too. Conferences are great. I mean, just talking to other authors, especially people that you never, you know, I feel like the creative brains come in so many different shapes yes, and sizes. So many. So you're always going to meet somebody like completely different and interesting. I've... I've always loved to go to, I am one of those weirdly, like, I get there, I'm excited, and then I'm up against a wall just watching everybody, but I feel like that's how people work. It's fine. It's fine. You're still absorbing it all and taking it in. I am. I'm just absorbing, like, I'm literally just taking all their power away. We were practicing social distancing before it was a thing. Right? I'm a freaking pro at social distancing. And I'll tell you that every person in my household, uh, except for maybe my son, who is now realizing he likes friends, that... Everybody's like, this is the best vacation ever <laughs> because it's like we get to watch TV together, eat food, hang out with our dogs, go on walks, and we have we have nowhere to go, and we yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been training for this my whole life, people. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, we've – I mean, really, it's – it's not very different for us right now because we mostly homeschool and we work from home. Yeah. And so we're taking this time. We've made some goals personally and as a family, just, you know, even just practical things around the house we want to do, yeah. but, but creative goals and, you know, things to focus on instead of 
negativity and all of the reports yeah. and all the things that can really weigh mm-hmm. you down because it's out of our control. Yep. And yeah. um, so but you are doing your part right. by not going out into the For world. For sure. That's well, the, but the, the things we like- can control are, you know, what we're doing right. and yeah, we can be creative. It'll get done sooner if we stay home, which means, yes. uh, you know, I work during the day and then I get to do the things that I haven't been able to do before. So, yeah. So I say take advantage of this time. Sure. Oh, we got it. Write a book. Write a book. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> get on that, Gabby. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I will say I have been excited again to write. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was I was excited to start. Um, I'm starting book five in the age of Alandria and I've been thinking, man, I really need to get done it, but I'm actually excited again. I feel, I feel joy about it. I feel inspired mm-hmm. and you know, my time is a little frustrating sometimes, you know, to be able to, I'd love to just kind of dive in and just be there. But, um, for now I'm, I'm baby stepping it and, you know, creating my outlines and doing all the things necessary to get me back into that world. Mm-hmm. But it's been fun again. And um, just finding new ways to be creative with it and share about it. And and that I think that's all a byproduct of, of having that creative time and just rubbing shoulders with you both. And so I'm excited. Well, we will have to virtually rub shoulders because yeah. of the, all of everything that's going right. on. But you know, I, I totally agree. And I think that one thing that uh, kind of motivated me when I first started writing was someone said, if you wrote one page a day for a year, you would have a 365 page book right now. It's a big book. We are, yeah, we are in a season where, man, if you have the time and, and you have the resources, like dive in, jump in, write a book. But if it's something that yeah, you are just, you know, kind of dipping your toe in to see if it's something for you or if it's something you're uh, reluctant to do, or if you're just busy, um, just write one page a day, you know, like put an idea on the paper and, um, and see what happens. Because I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I can think up a page worth of stuff, uh, in about a half an hour, probably less if it's Morgan, cause she's got lightning fingers, but (laughs) I mean, if, if you really just think about it, that's just, you know, a half an hour a day of, of writing down a scene or a portion of a scene. So it's mm-hmm, doable. Yeah. I've also been doing those master classes. Those like, are good. With all the amazing writers. Just, I feel like they're so inspiring, mm-hmm. you know, like to hear how they did things. And I think that's the other part of being with people that have the same, you know, creative process or that are doing the same thing as you is hearing the way someone does it sometimes just triggers something in you that, you know, helps you to get further, get more pages in or whatever you need. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that masterclass um, app is really helpful because I can do it on my phone while I'm on the treadmill. I can do it while I'm sitting in my bedroom. Like there's lots of Mm -hmm. options. So I feel like learning the things that you wanted to learn, like Scrivener or, you know, reading a writing book or whatever, you've got a little more time now to do that. That might be mm-hmm. doable. Yeah, or whatever it might be. I mean, there's podcasts out there. There's YouTube videos. Uh, you know, paint a picture, write some poetry. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever it is that you do for a creative outlet or have a passion for, yeah. do it. Ladies, thank you so much for chatting about disney and our trip and definitely makes me want to go back now let's do it we only have a thousand pictures i think we kind of need a couple just a few (laughs) just a just a couple if you want to see some of our pictures if you don't already follow us on instagram or facebook i will put the links in the show notes but ladies uh, why don't you sign off with your instagram handles you guys can follow me at callie ross or at Callie Creates. And you can follow me at Gabby Robbins or uh, Pop Vacations is my Instagram too. Awesome. And remember, if you are interested in planning a trip in the future, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, as no one's going anywhere right now, <laughs> uh, make sure that you hit Gabby up and send her an email at yeah. Gabby at popvacations.com. Dot com. Is that right? And trust me. Disney's going to be doing some deals. Oh, yeah. I guarantee I'm going to jump on yes. that, girlfriend. Yeah, so start planning. 
you know um once we get the all clear it's gonna be uh it's gonna be fun time oh, yeah. so yeah yeah hit me up and we can get you a free quote obviously no obligations and maybe we'll even send you a picture of uh morgan kelly and i enjoying their time <laughs> and you can always follow me at m wiley books or the podcast at lotus bloom podcast thanks so much keep creating to hear more about Disney and the practical side of our trip, including rides and places to eat and tips and tricks, head on over to Gabby's podcast called Form Family Off the Cuff.